0: Today is Wednesday, August the 9th, 2023, and this is a Daily Inc. update. The 5th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has blocked another attempt coming from the Biden administration when it comes to student loan debt forgiveness. A judge has placed a stay, blocking the Biden administration from proceeding with a rule change within the U.S. Department of Education when it comes to borrowers and their repayment of student loans. The proposal would have involved $39 billion worth of student loans. The judicial stay comes after a lawsuit was filed against the plan from the state of Texas and the Career Colleges and School Association in that state. In Colorado, a federal judge there has blocked a state law that limited the sales of guns from going into place. U.S. District Judge Philip Brimmer issued a preliminary injunction against the law this past Monday, saying that it violates precedent that was set by the U.S. Supreme Court when it comes to the 2022 ruling on Brune versus New York Rifle and Pistol Association. The state law raised the legal age in purchasing a gun to 21 and created a three-day waiting period. Brimmer did not place an injunction on the waiting period portion of this law, so that part will go into effect in October of this year. Well, there is a big election fraud story coming out of Michigan from the Gateway Pundit Media Group. Gateway Pundit Editor-in-Chief Jim Hoff says that they have now gained access to a police report out of the city of Muskegon regarding the 2020 presidential election. Hoff spoke about this report on Steve Bannon's war room.
1: The two offices locally that where they were filling out these registrations, when they went into these offices, Steve, um, they found um, semi-automatic weapons they found silencers, they found bags of these prepaid cash cards, they found, um, uh, they found burner phones. And um, so, so it's, it's unbelievable, this story. And, and we also know that this group had several offices across Michigan. We also know that this, this same group and its uh, GBI strategies had offices in other swing states. Steve, they were filling out registrations, and of course, as you know, and as Gateway Pundit has reported extensively on, this is you know they they need these bloated voter rolls in order to cheat and steal. Yes. and I believe that that's that's yes. you know something I firmly believe. No, this it's that's what it's, we've been... it's 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 the predicate when you get the to get the mail in the phony ba- ballot harvesting the mail in ballots the predicate you got to get the phony registrations. That's what they're doing in the college towns. That's they did in Nevada. That's what they did in Pennsylvania. That's what they've done. Right. That is that is a predicate, it has to be done. The other thing we found is they weren't just dropping off these uh, registrations in the local offices. They were packaging them up and sending them to counties around the state. Can you imagine that this was going on? And then and then the uh, state officials, uh, Nessel and Whitmer and, and, and Jocelyn uh, Benson are saying that it was, you know, a free and fair election and all this crap is going on and they've never reported on this.
0: Hoff said that funding for GBI was traced to various Democrat entities, including $1.5 million coming from the Doug Jones senatorial campaign in Alabama, which occurred back in 2017 and 2018, and the Joe Biden presidential campaign of 2020. A former senior FBI agent is pleading guilty in federal court this week to charges of illegally working for a Russian oligarch. 54-year-old Charles McGonigal was working as the head of the counterintelligence for the field office in New York City. McGonigal was also one of the agents to investigate Russian collusion allegations against Donald Trump and his presidential campaign of 2016. McGonigal has pleaded guilty to evading U.S. sanctions and employing money laundering tactics when it comes to the work and payment he received from Oleg Deripaska. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has made major changes to his presidential primary campaign again. DeSantis has switched out his campaign manager, moving Genera Peck to the position of chief strategist and promoting James Uthmeyer to head up the campaign. DeSantis has also fired about one-third of his campaign staff in the past few weeks due to money shortfalls and diminishing poll numbers. DeSantis is trailing behind Donald Trump by 38 percentage points in the latest polls. The other challengers are even further behind DeSantis. DeSantis and these primary challengers will be holding a debate in two weeks in Milwaukee. Trump says that with such a massive lead over his primary challengers, it's unlikely he'll take part in this debate. These national story updates have been brought to you by Open Inc., a website that is a repository of documents for those who like deep digging, critical thinking and true journalism, where the facts speak for themselves. Up next, a preview of what is coming and what is already housed on the Open Inc. website. Continuing on with the latest release of the John G. Trump collection on the Open Inc. website, there are several areas to explore when it comes to the legacy of this amazing man who was Donald Trump's uncle as well as the longest-tenured professor at MIT, John Trump worked with Robert Vandegraaff in developing the Van de Graaff X-ray generator, which was used in providing cancer therapy. A 1953 newspaper article from the Hartford Courant is just one of dozens of documents on the Open website that reveals the successes that Trump had in his scientific and medical endeavors. This particular article details how high-voltage radiation, which is different from the X-ray machine, was used on patients with advanced stages of lung cancer. of those undergoing this experimental treatment were cured of their lung cancer. John Trump conducted the treatment alongside Dr. Hugh Hare of the Los Angeles Tumor Institute. The article explains that surgery was not an option for these patients when it comes to lung cancer and that this particular treatment did no damage to the outer skin or tissue or interior bone, but did remove the cancer. The goal, as explained by John Trump, was not just to direct the radiation at the tumor, but throughout the body to prevent the cancer from spreading further into lymph nodes and lymph channels. This was later defined as rotational radiation therapy. In 1954, the Pasadena Independent would run the headline, Lung Cancer Shot Away by Big Gun. That article explained how Trump was treating another 18 patients in Boston with cancer of the larynx and that the radiation had worked to remove their signs of cancer as well. Years later, Trump would then join forces with the Leahy Clinic physicians in order to treat more than 10,000 patients at the MIT High Voltage Lab. John G. Trump published 80 scientific publications in the field of electrical engineering and radiology during his tenure at MIT. Be sure and go to the Open Inc. website. When you do that, type in open.inc backslash gjt in order to access the gallery of all the John Trump-related Documents. Thanks for listening to this Daily Ink Update.